In the name of Jesus, amen. amen. There's a lot of parties this time of year. Last month, there was a, quite a few confirmation parties. And throughout the summer, now there's going to be a lot of high school graduation parties. And also eighth grade graduation parties. And I think a couple weeks ago, there was even a kindergarten graduation party. Oh, and I, I almost forgot. Two weeks ago, there was also another kind of party, an ordination party. And then also, throughout the summer, there's going to be plenty of wedding receptions. And with these parties come the joy and also the heartache of actually hosting them. There's a lot of work that's put into these parties from the food, the drinks, party favors, and especially the guest list. Now, any graduating high school senior knows that he's going to want to invite those that slipped the $100 bill in the graduation card. He's also going to probably invite those people he also wants to be invited back to their party. But there's also those who show up to the party that are uninvited, those party crashers who come regardless if you want them or not. And I think a good de demonstration of what surprising things can happen when an uninvited guest shows up to the party is from the movie, What About Bob? I know it's a little old, but maybe you remember it. Dr. Leo Marvin, an up-and-coming psychologist who just finished a book called Baby Steps, received a new patient named Bob. Now, Bob has plenty of issues. But Dr. Leo Marvin, high on his uh, premiere of his book, thinks he can help Bob. But in the end, it's really Bob who does most of the helping when he helps Dr. Marvin's family after he crashes their family vacation. And there's a specific scene in the movie when Dr. Leo Marvin is scheduled to have an interview to talk about that book with Good Morning America. The house is pristine, the family's groomed, the flowers are arranged, everything is perfect. When all along comes Bob in the middle of the interview. Bob, instead of being a party crasher, though, really turns out to be the hit of the party during that interview. After the interview's over, the Good Morning America people love him, the camera crew love him. And then also Dr. Marvin's family loves him. However, he wasn't hit with Dr. Marvin, who viewed Bob as a threat. A threat to his time in the limelight, a threat to his family, really a threat to his entire world. You see, Dr. Marvin's world up until then was just the way he wanted it. Success. But then when Bob comes along, his world's turned upside down. See, rather than Dr. Marvin being in control, when Bob comes around, anybody who's seen the movie can clearly tell he's out of control. See, when Bob's around, Dr. Marvin's family actually begins to open up, talk with each other, and be a real community, a real family. And the question for those who are watching the movie 
is, will Dr. Marvin enjoy the uninvited guests just like his family? Those who have seen the movie know that the answer is no, he's not going to. However, I think on a certain level, many of us can probably relate to Dr. Marvin's frustration, especially maybe moms who are preparing the graduation parties or fiancés who are planning the receptions. I mean, the amount of work involved in hosting a party, I think, sometimes gives us a license to kind of complain and cry when things don't go our way. Kind of like Leslie Gore's old song, It's My Party, I Don't Cry If I Want To. Well, Dr. Marvin was crying because he wanted his family vacation to be special. He wanted that a time to, be, a time to reconnect with his family, a time to create a strong community. Thing is, though, he wanted all those things on his own terms. See, Dr. Marvin wouldn't let Bob, the uninvited guest, humiliate him by having his family enjoy Bob because Bob wasn't on the guest list. Simon, the Pharisee, in today's Gospel reading, he also had a guest list. But by the end of the reading, we find out the guest list wasn't his in the first place. See, if Simon was really the host, he would have provided water for Jesus' feet, he would have provided a welcome kiss or a welcome handshake, and he would have provided oil to freshen up. But the woman provided these things. So was the woman the host of the party? No, because a host welcomes someone into their presence. And the only one who was welcoming anyone into his presence was Jesus. You see, Jesus is the host. Because it's his party, since it's his kingdom. When Jesus welcomes the woman into his presence, her world is turned upside down. She was an outcast, and now she's befriended. She was a sinner, now she's forgiven. She was a stranger, and now she's family. The opposite is true, though, for Simon. As a Pharisee, Simon thought he was in. He was part of the community. But after Jesus tells the parable, Simon is the one who's on the outside looking in. Like Dr. Marvin, Simon also has a question to answer. Would Simon enjoy the uninvited guest just like Jesus would? Would Simon be with Jesus? Would Simon be part of that community, Christ's community? Now, in today's Gospel reading, when Jesus speaks to Simon, but he's actually looking at the woman, he's also bidding us to look at her. That is, the sinner. And see ourselves. Jesus Christ is bidding us to look at Bob, the uninvited guest, to look at the woman, the uninvited guest, and see that both of us are forgiven. Both Dr. Marvin and Bob had their problems. Both 
Simon the Pharisee and the woman were sinners, and so it is here in this place. Both the longtime member of St. John, the one who's been here for 70 years, and the one who's visiting here for the first time today. We're both guests at Christ's party. Because we're all sinners who've had their sins forgiven in Christ's work on the cross, where he died in the place of us. It's the Lord's party because we're the Lord's people. It's the Lord's party because we gathered here around the Lord's word. And it's the Lord's party because we also gather around his table to eat his body and his blood. He's the host. And when we come into the Lord's presence, our world is also turned upside down. For those who are repenting today over keeping the uninvited guest out of your life, know that you're forgiven. Life's restored. Things are different. See, as baptized Christians, we are ready for him to turn our lives upside down by welcoming that uninvited guest who showed up here today. Jesus did this precisely to Simon the Pharisee by welcoming the sinner. And Jesus does this to us also. When he brings that person that we know in our life who we would never imagine to be a Christian and ends up becoming one. He does this to us when he welcomes that woman of the city in our life, that sinner that we might know. He turns our world upside down by welcoming that uninvited guest. Like Dr. Marvin, he had a question to answer, and we knew the answer was no. For Simon the Pharisee, we don't know yet. And also for St. John. Will St. John enjoy the uninvited guest as much as Jesus will? St. John, be ready for the Lord to have his way with us and welcome that uninvited guest, to welcome the sinner here today. We've seen the salvation that Christ gives us in baptism. We've partaken of his body and blood, and we've been given a word to speak to the world. So we're well prepared to welcome that uninvited guest. We're well prepared to bring him back here to the party. We're well prepared to live the life of his heavenly hospitality. That runs the party with forgiveness and joy. A party like that. A life like that. No one can miss. So as we leave here today with Jesus and his word for us, let us invite everyone back here for a couple reasons. First, because they need it. And second of all, because they're invited. Everyone is invited. Everyone is welcome back because everyone is on the guest list. Because Jesus Christ did not come to eat with the righteous, but he came to eat with the sinners. To turn the party upside down and make St. John the upside down community.
In the name of Jesus, amen. amen.